scripture quotations are from the Lexham English Bible. Copyright 2012 Logos Bible Software. Lexham is a registered trademark of Logos Bible Software. Welcome to day two of week four of the daily Bible reading. Today we're in Genesis chapters 43 and 44, Psalm 24, and Galatians chapter 1. But before we begin the reading, let's say a prayer. Our Holy Father, we thank you that you are a forgiving God, that you are one who looks for opportunities to forgive, and you even have gone far out of your way with your Son to make it possible to forgive our wickedness. We pray, Father, that you would help us to know your true gospel, for we know that there is only one and that we cannot change it, but that you have given us the good news of your Son and what we must do in response to it. We pray, Father, that we would always have courage to stand firm in the truth, and we ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, well, let's begin our reading in Genesis chapter 43. Now, the famine in the land was severe, and it happened that as they were finished eating the grain which they had brought from Egypt, their father said to them, Return and buy a little food for us. Then Judah said to him, The man solemnly admonished us, saying, You shall not see my face unless your brother is with you. If you will send our brother with us, we will go down and buy food for you. But if you will not send him, we will not go down. For the man said to us, You shall not see my face unless your brother is with you. Then Israel said, Why did you bring trouble to me by telling the man you still had a brother? And they said, The man asked explicitly about us and about our family, saying, Is your father still alive? Do you have a brother? And we answered him according to these words. How could we know that he would say, Bring down your brother? Then Judah said to his father Israel, Send the boy with me, and let us arise and go, so that we will live and not die, you, we, and our children. I myself will be surety for him. You may seek him from my hand. If I do not bring him back to you and present him before you, then I shall stand guilty before you forever. Surely if we had not hesitated, by this time we would have returned twice. Then their father Israel said to them, If it must be so, then do this. Take some of the best products of the land in your bags, and take them down to the man as a gift, a little balm and honey, aromatic gum and myrrh and pistachios and almonds. And take double the money in your hands. Take back the money that was returned in the mouth of your sacks. Perhaps it was a mistake. And take your brother. Now arise and return to the man, and may El Shaddai grant you compassion before the man, that he may release your other brother to you and Benjamin. As for me, if I am bereaved, I am bereaved. So the men took this gift, and they took double money in their hands and Benjamin. And they rose up and went down to Egypt and stood before Joseph. When Joseph saw Benjamin with them, he said to the one who was over his household, Bring the men into the house, and slaughter and prepare an animal, for the men shall eat with me at noon. And the man did as Joseph had said, and the man brought the men into the house of Joseph. And the men were afraid when they were brought into the house of Joseph. And they said, We were brought here on account of the money that was returned to our sacks the first time, that he might attack us and fall upon us, and take us as slaves with our donkeys. So they approached the man who was over Joseph's house, and spoke to him at the doorway of the house. And they said, 
Please, my lord, we surely came down once before to buy food. But when we came to the place of lodging, and we opened our sacks, then, behold, each one's money was in the mouth of his sack, our money in its full weight, so we have returned with it in our hands. Now other money we have brought down in our hand to buy food. We do not know who put our money in our sacks. And he said, Peace to you, do not be afraid. Your God and the God of your father must have given you a treasure in your sacks. Your money came to me. And he brought Simeon out to them. Then the man brought them in into Joseph's house, and he gave them water and washed their feet, and gave fodder to their donkeys. Then they laid out the gift until Joseph came at noon, for they had heard that they were to eat food there. And when Joseph came into the house, they brought the gift that was in their hand into the house to him, and they bowed down before him to the ground. And he greeted them and said, Is your father well, the old man of whom you spoke? Is he still alive? And they said, Your servant, our father, is well, he is still alive. And they knelt and bowed down. Then he lifted up his eyes and saw Benjamin his brother, the son of his mother, and said, Is this your youngest brother of whom you told me? And he continued, God be gracious to you, my son. Then Joseph hurried away, being overcome with emotion toward his brother, and sought for a place to cry. Then he went into a room and wept there. Then he washed his face and went out, now controlling himself, and said, Serve the food. And they served him by himself, and them by themselves, and the Egyptians who were eating with him by themselves, for Egyptians could not dine with Hebrews, because that was a detestable thing to Egyptians. And they were seated before him, from the firstborn according to his birthright, to the youngest according to his youth. And the men looked at one another amazed, and portions were served to them from his table, and the portion of Benjamin was five times greater than the portion of any of them. And they drank and became drunk with him. Chapter 44 Then he commanded the one who was over his household, saying, Fill the sacks of the men with food, as much as they are able to carry, and put each one's money in the mouth of his sack. And my cup, the cup of silver, you shall put into the mouth of the sack of the youngest, and the money for his grain. And he did according to the word of Joseph that he had commanded. When the morning light came, the men were sent away, they and their donkeys. They went out of the city, and had not gone far, when Joseph said to the one who was over his house, Arise, pursue after the men, and overtake them. Then you shall say to them, Why have you repaid evil for good? Is this not that from which my master drinks? Now he himself certainly practices divination with it. You have done evil in what you have done. When he overtook them, he spoke these words to them. And they said to him, Why has my lord spoken according to these words? Far be it from your servants to do such a thing. Behold the money that we found in the mouth of our sacks. We returned to you from the land of Canaan. Now why would we steal silver or gold from the house of my lord? Whoever is found with it from among your servants shall die. And moreover, we will become slaves to my lord. Then he said, Now also according to your words, thus will it be. He who is found with it shall be my slave, but you shall be innocent. Then each man quickly brought down his sack to the ground, and each one opened his sack. And he searched, beginning with the oldest and finishing with the youngest. And the cup was found in the sack of Benjamin. Then they tore their clothes, and each one loaded his donkey, and they returned to the city. And Judah and his brothers came to the house of Joseph. Now he was still there. They fell before him to the ground. 
Then Joseph said to them, What is this deed that you have done? Did you not know that a man who is like me surely practices divination? And Judah said, What can we say, my lord? What can we speak? Now how can we show ourselves innocent? God has found the guilt of your servants. Behold, we are slaves to my lord, both we and also he in whose hand the cup was found. But he said, Far be it from me to do this. The man in whose hand the cup was found, he will become my slave. But as for you, go up in peace to your father. But Judah drew near to him and said, Please, my lord, let your servant speak a word in the ears of my lord, and let not your anger burn against your servant, for you are like Pharaoh himself. My lord has asked his servant, saying, Do you have a father or a brother? And we said to my lord, We have an aged father and a younger brother, the child of his old age. And his brother died, and he alone remains from his mother, and his father loves him. Then you said to your servants, Bring him down to me, that I may set my eyes upon him. Then we said to my lord, The boy cannot leave his father. If he should leave his father, then he would die. Then you said to your servants, Unless your youngest brother comes down with you, you shall not again see my face. And it happened that we went up to your servant, my father, and told him the words of my lord. And when our father said, Buy a little food for us, then we said, We cannot go down. If our youngest brother is with us, then we shall go down. For we will not be able to see the face of the man unless our youngest brother is with us. Then your servant, my father, said to us, You yourselves know that my wife bore two sons to me. One went out from me, and I said, Surely he must have been torn to pieces, and I have never seen him since. And if you take this one also from me, and he encounters harm, you will bring down my gray head in sorrow to Sheol. So now, when I come to your servant, my father, and the boy is not with us, now his life is bound up with his life, it shall happen that when he sees that the boy is gone, he will die. And your servants will bring down the gray head of your servant, our father, to Sheol with sorrow. For your servant is pledged as surety for the boy by my father, saying, If I do not bring him to you, then I shall be culpable to my father forever." So then, please, let your servant remain in place of the boy as a slave to my lord, and let the boy go up with his brothers. For how can I go up to my father if the boy is not with me? I do not want to see the misery which will find my father. All right, now let's read Psalm 24, a psalm of David. The earth is Yahweh's with its fullness, the world and those who live in it, because he has founded it on the seas, and has established it on the rivers. Who may ascend the mountain of Yahweh, and who may stand in his holy place? He who is innocent of hands and pure of heart, who does not lift up his soul to falseness, and does not swear deceitfully. He will receive blessing from Yahweh, and justice from the God of his salvation. Such is the sort of those who seek him, those who seek your face, even Jacob, Selah. Lift up your heads, O gates, and rise up, O ancient doorways, that the King of glory may enter. Who is the King of glory? Yahweh, strong and mighty, Yahweh, mighty in war. Lift up your heads, O gates, and lift up, O ancient doorways, that the King of glory may enter. Who is the King of glory? Yahweh of hosts. He is the King of glory. Selah. All right, now let's move on to the New Testament, and we're beginning Galatians with chapter 1. 
Paul, an apostle, not from men nor by men, but through Jesus Christ and God the Father who raised him from the dead, and all the brothers with me, to the churches of Galatia, grace to you and peace from God the Father and our Lord Jesus Christ, who gave himself for our sins in order to rescue us from the present evil age, according to the will of our God and Father, to whom be the glory for ever and ever. Amen. I am astonished that you are turning away so quickly from the one who called you by the grace of Christ to a different gospel. Not that there is a different gospel, except there are some who are disturbing you and wanting to distort the gospel of Christ. But even if we, or an angel from heaven, should proclaim a gospel to you contrary to what we proclaimed to you, let him be accursed. As we said before, and now I say again, if anyone is proclaiming a gospel to you contrary to what you have received, let him be accursed. For am I now making an appeal to people or to God? Or am I seeking to please people? If I were still trying to please people, I would not be a slave of Christ. For I make known to you, brothers, the gospel that has been proclaimed by me, that it is not of human origin. For neither did I receive it from man, nor was I taught it, but I received it through a revelation of Jesus Christ. For you have heard about my former way of life in Judaism, that to an extraordinary degree I was persecuting the church of God and trying to destroy it, and was progressing in Judaism beyond many contemporaries in my nation, because I was a far more zealous adherent of the traditions handed down by my forefathers. But when the one who set me apart from my mother's womb and called me by his grace was pleased to reveal his Son in me in order that I would proclaim the gospel about him among the Gentiles, immediately I did not consult with flesh and blood, nor did I go up to Jerusalem to those who were apostles before me, but I went away to Arabia, and I returned again to Damascus. Then after three years I went up to Jerusalem to become acquainted with Cephas, and I stayed with them fifteen days, but I did not see any others of the apostles except James the brother of the Lord. Now the things which I am writing to you, behold, I assure you before God that I am not lying. Then I came to the regions of Syria and Cilicia, but I was unknown in person to the churches of Judea that are in Christ, and they were only hearing the one formerly persecuting us is now proclaiming the faith that formerly he was attempting to destroy, and they were glorifying God because of me. All right. Well, in the story of Joseph, we see a great change in his brothers. They're now willing to put themselves in the place of Benjamin, whereas in their younger days, they had hatred toward Joseph and sold him as a slave, but now Judah is willing to be a slave instead of having his youngest brother taken as a slave. And this is something that I'm sure makes it much easier for Joseph to forgive them. In Psalms, we see a great hymn of praise to Yahweh, and it talks about those who can stand before him are those who are pure of heart and innocent in their hands. We must be holy to stand before the holy God. And then in Galatians, we see that Paul is talking about these people who have brought a different gospel. He says anything that is twisted in the gospel is something that will make you accursed. 
As we get into the book further, we will find that these are people who are teaching you must be circumcised and keep the law of Moses to be saved. And so he's saying these people are twisting the gospel. It is not the gospel that was revealed through Christ. And then he gives evidence that the gospel that he preached was not from man, but was truly from Christ. And he uses his own life as evidence for that and the change in his life from being a persecutor of the church to being someone who preaches this gospel, which he says he didn't even get from the other apostles. Although in the next chapter, he's going to mention that they were preaching the same gospel. All right. Well, that's the reading for today. Until next time, keep meditating on the Word of God.